if what God has already done isn't enough for you, nothing's going to be enough for you. Because it's meant to be real. And real life stories have baggage. We know that Peter's a loose cannon. It's all about context. And he chose different personalities to express that because his personality is infinite. If it's a love song written to us, when we're at our lowest points, we've got backup. Like a lot of the rational arguments for the existence of God, they tend to work better after you believe. Hi, this is Luke from oztabletalk.com.au. Please join myself and some of my closest friends as we explore our faith through conversation, Bible study, interviews, and more. You can find us online at oztabletalk.com.au. That's oz as in Australia, A-U-S, tabletalk.com.au. Looking forward to seeing you there. Bye. I'm so glad that's recorded because I want to write that down. Yeah. <laughs> Someone called it a care package there. <laughs> wow. <laughs>we have come to our encounter with God and before we get involved in our encounter with God Monica we have another clue for our quiz yes, if you we have do. not yet guessed who this great warrior was then uh, we'll give you another clue okay let me quickly so this, run this is a great them. great warrior that had his own personal shield bearer had his own personal shield bearer go before him in battle and there was a reward for the man who killed him. They would receive the king's daughter, great wealth, and his father's family would be exempt from taxes. The next clue was, when chased by Saul, David went to Ahimelech, the priest, and got my sword from him. And the next clue is, clue number four, I was the champion of the Philistines. Yes, he was. Uh, uh-huh. mm, and that sword was a very large sword. Really large sword. And the Bible tells a story how that David and I think it was Joab, just the two of them were defending a field of lentils one time mm-hmm. and they were fighting so hard and for so long, just the two, because the, the everybody had run except for these two men and they fought hard there and just a two-man army defeated the Philistines in the end and drove them off. David, of course, was using the sword, and the Bible says that he fought so hard that his hand was stuck to the sword, and he couldn't undo his fingers. That must have been, he must have been really seriously exhausted. That's some serious tenacity. And uh, some serious uh, tension that was building up in his muscles. He must have really been a very stressed person at that particular time, I, I, I can imagine. That must imagine. been a really important field of lentils. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not sure it was so much about the field of lentils as it was about the uh, oh, no. survival. <laughs> okay, fine. Well, if you know the answer to the quiz, you can give us a call, 1-800-FAITH-FM, and you will get the prize, which is an NLT copy of the Bible. It's the New Testament, and it's, uh, it's a Bible for baby Christians, essentially, or for new Christians, or for people who are curious, or even for old Christians who just want to revive their knowledge of the Bible. Yeah, great, uh, a great devotional Bible. Yeah, it has little add-ons and little bits and pieces added in. As in, not like added into the scriptures, but just like little side notes and footnotes and little paragraphs. They they make it all pretty and they, you know, like for example, they have here, guard the contents of your thoughts. And then they have like a little story about how to guard the contents of your thoughts. So it's a beautiful Bible, wonderful rendition. You can get it right here. Just give us a call, 1-800-FAITH-FM with the answer to our our quiz and stick around to the end of the show because Soyan left us some gifts. She did some she, giveaways, and we will give those away at the end of the show for she left free. A, she left a box, a of, box uh, of them of of her albums here, and we're not going to. 
You're not oh. supposed to say that. <laughs> Sorry. Because now someone will get in first and be like, oh, I'm going to call. No, no, it. we're not taking calls until the end of the show when we do the giveaway. You can call right now for the quiz, though, or you mm-hmm. can call about the Bible study or any of the other segments that we have been talking about as we have been going through today's show. You can put in show. the question of the day as well. You can, absolutely. We mm-hmm. don't have one that has come through yet, so send in a question of the day. Of course, we are studying the book of... Galatians. Where are we up to in the book of... We are up to, is it chapter four that we're up to or chapter three? It is chapter three. You've lost track of where we're up. See, this is what happens no, when I go no, away no, no, no. Look, I'm I have an Easter break. I'm gone for a couple of days. And <laughs> we discussed, we discussed that Easter. where we're up to. But the reason I'm confused is because we've, we've been in chapter three for a bit because chapter three, a lot seems to have happened in oh, chapter yes. three. Absolutely. This is a full on chapter. Yeah, I mean, not that there's like you know all that many chapters. But basically, we're halfway through Galatians. Well, Galatians is is like the whole of the book of Romans in five chapters. How many chapters are in Romans? Fifteen. Oh, so so fifteen condensed down to six. That's yes, yeah. So, and I six. wonder it's such a powerful packed. It's book. Uh, there's so much in the book of Galatians. It is just condensed right the way down. Okay, so let's go to Galatians chapter three, and I'm wondering whether you can read for us first twenty one, please. Twenty one. Is there a conflict then between God's law and God's promises? Absolutely not. If the law could give us new life, we could be made right with God by obeying it. There you go. So once mm. again, this issue comes up of, you know, has the law been done away with? Yeah, they seem to have just been totally confused about it in the old and, times. And, and, and Paul's like, okay, I've made a really strong statement here just in case they get the impression that maybe um, there is a, um, you know, there might be something here where the law has been done away with. Then let me make that as clear as I can. The law is not against the promises of God. Hey, guess what? What? We have a call that's come through. Ooh la la. Hello, dear caller. So, Michael, are you there on the line? Uh, yes. How are you? Yes. Good, thank you. Now, Michael, I have a question for you. Do you have an answer for our quiz? Who was the champion of the Philistines? What? Tell us. Oh, Goliath, I'm thinking. You would be very correct, Michael. Absolutely Congratulations. correct. Congratulations. You are oh, the winner good. of today's quiz. Thank you for calling through. And uh, We will okay. send you that prize straight away. And Michael, quickly before you go, tell us, what are you grateful for today? Um, I'm grateful uh, for being alive and having a roof over my head and a bed to sleep on and food in my tummy. Yeah. Amen. And I'm guessing you're also going to be grateful because you won this lovely prize. Stay with us on the line and we'll get oh, you yes, out address I'm grateful properly. for that as well. <laughs> <laughs> Have a wonderful Thank day. Thank you. you. You too. God bless. Well, that was Michael and uh, winner of today's quiz. So we're super glad that he called through and got himself a prize. Good on you, Michael. Yes, well done. Okay, where are we up to? We are up to, we were in the book of Galatians and we were talking about this verse 21. Is the law against the promises of God? So the promises of God is what our faith is built on. And so does faith do away with the law of God because we have the promises of God? So do we have one or the other? Do we have either salvation by the law or salvation by the promises of God? Salvation by uh, obedience or salvation by faith? Salvation by what we do or salvation by what God does? Is faith and the promises of God, is that doing away with the law of God? And, of course, Paul comes through here and says, God forbid. 
Okay, so I want you to go with us uh, for a moment to the book of Leviticus. Mon, Leviticus. take us to the book of Leviticus and let's Genesis. see if we can find some passages here that may have caused some confusion to the early believers ah, back in the day. Okay, go find out where the problem's coming from. Yes, yes indeed. All right, Leviticus, can you read for us chapter 18 and verse 5? So let's flick over there real quick. Yep. Leviticus 18 and verse 5. And if you're listening in, maybe you'd like to follow along in your Bible. And if you don't have a Bible with you, grab one and download it to your phone and you'll be able to look it up right there. Okay, you got it for us? Leviticus 18 verse 5 says, If you obey my decrees and my regulations, you will find life through them. I am the Lord. Okay, so how does the Bible say in Leviticus that we receive life? Uh, Through obeying decrees and regulations. Ah, Is there anything about (laughs) faith in that verse? No. Okay, go to Deuteronomy chapter 6 and verse 24. Deuteronomy, two books over in chapter what now? Six. Chapter six. And verse 24. Verse 24 says, And the Lord our God commanded us to obey all these decrees and to fear him so he can continue to bless us and preserve our lives as he has done to this day. Okay, so there you've got it once again. Mm, So the Lord can only bless us when we obey. You're listening to Faith FM, positively different radio. Okay, so in those two passages right there, the Bible's pretty clear, right? Yes. <laughs> Life is the found Bible, through obedience. The Bible is throwing a spanner in the works, Lyle. <laughs> <sighs> you know what? If you take a passage out of context, uh huh, you can prove anything you want from the Bible. It's so true, isn't it? It is. Yeah. And if you read a verse just on its own and you don't read the Context. rest of the, the of what it's all about, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, you can come up with any different thing you want. You've always you've heard about the guy who uh, who was looking for guidance and and the Bible said t- told him to go and hang himself, right? Yes, you told that before. On the- <laughs> I'm going to tell it again. <laughs> yeah, just in case. <laughs> you might you as a listener may not have heard this story last time. So my man wanted he wanted to uh, he wanted some guidance in his life, so he prayed really hard, flicked the Bible open with his eyes closed and stabbed his finger, and the Bible says Judas went and hanged himself. Oh, my. And he's like, well, that's no good. I'll try again. So he tried again, and the Bible says, um, go and do that likewise. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting worse. Better try a third time. Third time lucky. Tries again. Stabs his finger. And it says, what thou doest, do, do quickly. quickly. <laughs> so if you take a passage on its own or a couple of passages on their own, you can prove anything you want from the Bible. Um, and, of course, if you put it in context, you would say that was ridiculous. But it does prove a point and a very yeah, important point. Yeah, if you study the Bible willy-nilly, you will get willy-nilly answers. If you put, right. put some effort into it, some, some well-studied-out Bible will give well-studied-out answers. So I'm going to put it to you, Mon, mm. that these passages that we just read from Deuteronomy and Leviticus teach exactly the same as what the Bible teaches in Galatians. Okay, prove it. Okay, so what it comes down to is biblical morality. Biblical morality. Biblical morality. And so we're often hit with this concept that biblical morality is different from secular morality. Okay. And I actually disagree. Okay. I say they're both the same. Yeah, I would think so as well. Let me share with you why. Secular morality is simply do no harm. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you're not hurting anyone, go for it. Okay. Whereas secular people will look at Christians and say, you have um, extra 
morality because you have a moral code that says that you can do some things and you can't do some things based on the simple fact that it is a moral code rather than the fact that it may or may not do harm. Okay, so secular morality is do no harm. Mm -hmm. And I would say, I would argue that biblical morality is exactly the same. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. Okay, and the reason I argue it is this. You know, biblical morality says things like uh, thou shalt not commit fornication, Mm -hmm. as an example. Mm -hmm. And secular morality would say, okay, fornication, which is, you know, sex before marriage, um, if it's not doing any harm and both people are consenting... Mm. then it's not doing any harm. So therefore, it's not immoral. The Bible says it is immoral. A secular person says, well, you have an extra source of morality, which is a written code that we don't have. You see how the example works? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is what I would argue. I would argue that God, who is our creator, Mm -hmm. wrote this book as an instruction book for us to understand the best way of having Life. Agreed. Okay, so if this book is the best way of having life, then we need to, you know, it's a little bit like when you buy a car and a car has an instruction book and this is the best way Mm -hmm. to run the car. Mm -hmm. It will still run if you don't use all of the right things that they told you to use to maintain it. Yeah. I have unfortunately been slack in maintaining cars at times and been surprised at how long they did last. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then I have a friend, you know, because I'm quite happy when I've got 350,000 Ks out of that car. Yep, great, traded it off and gone on to the next one. But I have a friend who does everything literally by the book. Mm-hmm. And he owns a vehicle that's not renowned for its uh, great level of um, reliability in the marketplace and it's got like 600,000 Ks on it and it refuses to die because <laughs> he does everything exactly by the book. He takes care of it. He follows yeah. the instructions. To the letter. And who would know better than the manufacturer, right? The person That's who exactly made right. it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so when it comes to this, the Bible is the instruction book of the manufacturer of human life. And if you follow the Bible you're going to experience life at its best. As it says right here in Leviticus, where were we? In Leviticus chapter 18 and verse 5, it says, You therefore shall keep my, my commandments and my judgments, which if a man do, he will live in them. So if you really want to live and you really want to enjoy life, biblical morality outlines the best way to live. So let me give you an example. We were talking about fornication. Mm. Okay, Here's what we know from research. People who don't commit fornication have more successful and longer-lasting relationships and marriages. Really? Absolutely. It's a statistical fact and it is global. It doesn't matter what culture you come from. If you don't commit fornication and you stay pure until your uh, wedding night, Mm -hmm. you have a much, much higher chance of that relationship actually succeeding. Wow. So, and, and we also know that people live longer who are married and they're in successful marriages. They have better health. They have better quality of life. They have better mental health. They are more stable. You know, the list could go on and on and on about all the benefits of living in a stable marriage relationship. 
So the aim then is to is to live a happy and successful life. We know that this is one way of living a happy, successful life is being in a happy, successful uh, marriage relationship. And we also know that fornication is not the greatest way to start that off. And God said, don't co- commit fornication because God wants what is best for us. So God's, God's basically been proven correct by science. We follow his Jesus. instructions, his yeah. manual. You will actually have a happier life. I mean, across the board, both options, you still are alive, but one you might have a, be leading a happier, more fulfilled life. Yes. And so God's morality is very simply, do no harm. Mm. Do no harm to yourself. Do no harm to anybody else. The difference between God's morality and ours is that God actually knows what will do harm, mm-hmm. whereas we don't necessarily know. We're kind of like children. You know, mm-hmm. parents are kind of like that in relationship to their children. And uh, parents know what's best for their kids. We're going to have a quick song break. This is Sailor, Be Thou My Vision.
to Sila, Be Thou My Vision here on Faith FM. We're back with our encounter with God and we have had an answer to the quiz already. I was about to say, let's give another clue, but it's already <laughs> been answered and somebody has already snapped up the new I mean, believer's I Bible. I can give you the last clue. The last clue was going to be David killed me with a stone and then cut off my head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, quite a brutal story really, but a very famous one in David the Bible. David and Goliath. Goliath being yes. the correct answer. Indeed. We are up to the book of Galatians. We're looking in chapter 3. And Mon, would you like to read for us Galatians chapter 3 and verse 22? Galatians chapter 3 and verse 22 says, But the scriptures declare that we are all prisoners of sin, so we receive God's promise of freedom only by believing in Christ Jesus. Okay, so Galatians is this super condensed book, which Romans is really the expansion of. Mm -hmm. And when we go to the book of Romans, chapter 3, we find there's a whole passage just on this on this one verse here. Oh, really? Yeah, we're explaining what it's what it's really all about, you know. And, and really what Paul is talking about in many ways is, you know, just the pervasiveness of sin and its origin and where it comes from and how we are all seriously lost and we need the saving grace of Jesus Christ. Let's go over to Romans chapter 3. Mm-hmm. And Mon, would you like to start? Reading, would you like to read for us first 9 and 10? Romans chapter 3, verses 9 and 10. Actually, why don't you read for us verse 9 through 12? 9 through 12. Well, then, shall we conclude that we Jews are better than others? No, not at all, for we have already shown that all people, whether Jews or Gentiles, are under the power of sin. As the scriptures say, no one is righteous, not even one. No one is truly wise. No one is seeking God. All have turned away. All have become useless. No one does good, not a single one. There you go. So do you think that is a a good description of human beings there, Mon? Is this a good description of you? I would say yes. Really? <laughs> yeah, I'm not messing around. I'm definitely <laughs> pretty you, useless. You're all gone out of the way. You're an unprofitable person. The only good thing about me is Jesus. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to like even pretend. Answer. I like that answer. <laughs> the simple reality is that this is this is the case for all of us, isn't it? Mm. And of course, here is uh, Paul is quoting from the Old Testament. He's quoting from Psalms. And uh, you'll find it in Psalms chapter 14 and also in Psalms chapter 53. You'll find these passages right here. So he begins by telling us, you know, really the uh, the condition of us as sinners. Okay, while you are reading about our condition, Paul continues on and tells us more about our condition and continues to quote from the Old Testament and particularly the book of Psalms, Jeremiah, Psalms again, so Psalms 5, Jeremiah 5, and then Psalms 140. And he has some interesting things to say about the human condition. Would you like to read for us verse uh, 13 um, through 18? 13 through 18. In Romans 3? In Romans 3, yeah. 13 to 18 says, Their talk is foul, like the stench from an open grave. Okay. Ew. Is this you? Because that's pretty disgusting. <laughs> yes, that's me. <laughs> without Christ. That is me without Christ. Yes. Absolutely. And, and I would say that that is all of us without Christ. Mm-hmm. But when Christ, you know, it's an interesting thing to see how people's language changes when they come to Christ. Have you noticed that? Absolutely. It yeah. cleans up. 
Their tongues are filled with lies. Snake venom drips from their lips. That's a pretty full-on passage. That's pretty full-on. <laughs> it's not holding back right venom. here. <laughs> their mouths are full of cursing and bitterness. They rush to commit murder. Destruction and misery always follow them. They don't know where to find peace. They have no fear of God at all. Obviously, the law applies to those to whom it was given, for its purpose is to keep people from having excuses and to show that the entire world is guilty before God. Okay, so Paul really talks about how pervasive sin is and how it invades the human being and how it controls the human being. And he certainly uses some extreme language here. But when you look at uh, the contrast that there is between somebody who has truly experienced the grace of Christ compared to somebody who refuses to experience Christ, mm. there's, there is always a contrast. Absolutely. And, and Paul brings it out right here. You know, you can, you can hear it just in the way a person speaks. Mm-hmm. Often, you know, people will talk to me about, ask me whether I'm a Christian or, um, you know, even apologize for the language that they're using when they find out, oh, oh you're a pastor. Oh, sorry for you, you know, yep. using this kind of language or, or uh-huh. whatever it might be. Because uh-huh. they suddenly feel like I've, they've, they've offended me. You know, a little realizing that, you know, I'm, I'm like anybody else. I'm, you know, you hear it all the time and you don't sort of, I'm not going to be offended by it. Um, but I'm not going to use it myself. I'm mm. not going to. I'm not going to go down that path myself because I want to be a representative of Jesus Christ. Mm, absolutely, and it's it's interesting that um you know maybe this is where where the uh you know I've always wondered why is swearing and cursing taboo like they're just words right? Mm-hmm. But maybe this is the origin of it. This is where we have that almost like a built in sort of like like. It, you hear it when someone's like cussing around. You're like, oh, it gives you like a bit of a shake. Yeah, it just Isn't doesn't it? feel nice. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Hmm. And their mouths are full of cursing and bitterness. Yeah. Huh. yeah. So there you go. So we've often probably thought about, you know, why don't Christians use foul language? Well, the answer is very, very simple. It's because as Christians, we want to be representatives of Jesus Christ. Amen. So Paul brings out this idea of, um, first of all, the sin problem and the origins of it, and it's selfishness. Mm. Self is the problem. He moves on as he goes through this passage here and describes how pervasive sin is, how it infects the entire human being, and then finishes off by talking about how it is completely universal. And because it is completely universal... That's why he then goes on to talk about the grace of Jesus Christ that takes away our sin. Isn't that good news? Excellent news. More good news on this wonderful Good News Day. We're going to have a quick song break. This is Anna Weatherup, Because He Lives, and we'll be right back after this with Kent Kingston telling us all about what's happening in the latest oh, edition this of is a new segment. Very excited about this. Stay tuned. God sent his son. They called him Jesus.
Winter 
segment Lyle it's a new segment it is we have on the phone backed by a popular demand Mr. Kent Kingston the associate editor of Signs of the Time magazine and the host of Faith FM's Signs of the Times radio show good morning and welcome back Kent Good morning, uh, Monica and Lyle. You're sounding particularly chipper this morning, Monica. I'm just so happy to be talking to you but hey you tell me what are you grateful for today Kent? <laughs> uh, look, I'm I'm still um, feeling that long weekend uh, mood. Um, <laughs> that glow. Yeah, it, yeah, is is it Tuesday or Monday today? I'm I'm, I'm a bit confused. <laughs> um, hey, did you know that some states celebrate Easter Tuesday as well? 
Yeah, Tasmania. Oh, why not? You know, Bring land. it on. Yeah. <laughs> well, Ken, we all live in Tasmania. Ken, I'm so excited to have you on the show because you're going to be a regular with us uh, once a month, I think. And you're going to be telling us what's coming up in the latest publication of Science Magazine. Please tell us, because I love Science and I love finding out these little sneak peeks. It's like a perk we get of this job, isn't it, Lyle? Yeah, get, the, get, get, the, get the previews. Yeah, tell us what's going yeah. on. Well, yeah, well, that's right. It, it is a, a monthly magazine. Well, almost. It comes out 11 times a year. We give ourselves a bit of a break in, in January. Fair enough. Um, but, yeah, the, the rest of the year, it's a monthly magazine, Signs of the Times. And, uh, yeah, so the April edition has, has just come out. So, yeah, I thought it might be a good idea just to um, let your listeners know what's, what's going on there, what, what's in it. Hey, before um, we do, Ken, before we do, yeah. just real quick, just remind our listeners how long this magazine has actually been around for here in Australia. Well, yeah, well, I was going to say that. I mean, you guys seem to have just woken up to the fact that there is a magazine called Signs of the Times, but it's actually been going since um, 1886. Wow. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's actually one of Australia's oldest, um, like, publications, well, oldest magazines that's, that's still going. Um, I think the, the Bulletin was, um, for a long time, held that title, but about 10 years ago or so they um, they shut down so they've left a couple of uh, magazines including ours now now at the top of the pile so yeah National that's Treasure exciting. that's what it is so what's the sneak peek tell us, tell us everything well not everything everything okay <laughs> <laughs> well yeah um, we, we have recently started putting together as you mentioned the radio show the Signs of the Times radio um, so yeah you can hear that on Faith FM I think the first um, the first time it airs is on a Monday night so that would have been last night at 5 30 p.m. and then it plays at other various times during the week so you can get a little bit of a taste for some of the issues that we um, that we tackle if you just keep listening to Faith FM keep it locked there and uh, listen to Signs of, of the Times radio show and if you miss it on Faith FM dare I say this um, Mon and, and Lyle yeah, you can no, actually we- uh, pick pick yeah, you, you can pick it up as a podcast on, on iTunes and on SoundCloud. Um, so, yeah, just search uh, Signs of the Times Radio. But you want to know what's actually in yeah, the magazine? absolutely. Yeah, Tell what's happening stories. in April? Well, look, it, it being um, Easter, um, we've just come off Easter, so we do have a, an Easter article in there, um, which is quite a, a challenging view of forgiveness. I mean, you know, we all find it hard mm. to forgive, but um, yeah, this particular article takes us to uh, right there to the cross, to, to Jesus' death, and uh, really confronts us with the reality of Jesus saying, you know, on the cross, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they were doing. And, and, and he was referring to those very people who were crucifying him at, at that time, which is sort of pretty radical stuff, um, that, that sort of forgiveness. So, we, we, yeah, we, we're confronted with that. So there, there is a, a bit of um, uh, Easter stuff there. Um, but if, if you do listen to this week's um, Signs of the Times radio show, you'll hear an interview with Bruce Manners. Um, he wrote an article, actually the cover article in this month's um, April Signs of the Times magazine, uh, about the uh, situation in Australia with, you know, the census we had a couple of years ago. A lot of people ticked the no religion box more than ever Ooh. before, actually. Um, and the proportion of Christians in the Australian population is has been shrinking. Um, I think he, um, Bruce says that in 1911, the proportion of people who, got, who said they had no religion was uh, 0.4% of the population. Wow. And, yeah, I know. And now it's, um, yeah, it's, 
it's 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 actually large. There are actually more people who tick the no religion box in the last census than there are Catholics. We know, you know. Speaking so, of no religion, one of the things I really love about Science and Time magazine is that it's actually a great way to share your beliefs. It's a great little like outreach tool. You can give a copy to your neighbour. You can leave a copy at your doctor's surgery. Give a copy to your friend, your uncle, your auntie, your, your postman, your milkman. Kent, tell us absolutely. in the last. In the last Do you have a milkman? No, but in the last 60 seconds, Kent, tell our listeners how they can get a hold of Signs Magazine for themselves and to share. Okay, okay you need to go to the website, signsofthetimes.org.au. You can read some of our articles online there, but if you actually want to have the whole magazine to read for yourself and to share, you need to subscribe. There's a subscribe button there. You're only looking at 26 bucks for an entire year's worth of magazine. Oh, wow. That's so, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's pretty cheap. Um, so yeah that's that's the simple answer subscribe wonderful thank you so much for sharing with us we're just so excited about Science Magazine and I'm looking forward to getting a physical copy in my hand so I can share that with somebody else who are you going to share with Lyle um, that's a good question I've actually got a whole list of people that um, I associate with that um, I'm going to share in fact I'm going to be seeing somebody today that I could give a Signs of the Times Magazine to oh. I've got to buy some stuff off him so um, for my truck well stay tuned we're going to have a quick song break and we'll be back with the question of the day this is Josh Groban The Prayer
a beautiful song that was Josh Groban with Charlotte, Charlotte Church. The prayer. I feel like I need to be wearing like a seatbelt when I hear that song. Otherwise, I might just fly away. So <laughs> passionate and powerful. Oh, love it. Wild question of the daytime. What have you been hitting? Hey, with? before yes. we hit question of the day. Yeah, yeah. I just want to mention this for all of our delayed broadcast listeners because not all of our delayed broadcast listeners get to hear our delayed broadcast introduction. Yeah, <laughs> they don't know they're on the delayed broadcast. That's right, and so you don't know how to actually listen to the live show and therefore send in your question of the day. So if you are listening to the delayed broadcast and you would like to send in question for the day, how do they do that? How do you listen to the live show? Two easy ways. One, jump on faithfm.com.au and press play. And two, download the TuneIn app, search for Faith FM Australia and also press play. And play it on your phone. Simple as that. It's a, it's a free app. You get the free version of the app and you can get a perfect signal all over Australia, wherever you go. You'll never have to worry about it again. Play it through your car, through your stereo, through your Bluetooth, through your aux cord, through however you want to do it, through a tape insert or whatever you want to do. Put it in your tractor. I don't care. But it's a great way of listening to the show. Okay, so our question, Monica, is what's wrong with a white lie if it's for a good cause? Mm. Do the ends justify the means? Yes, the old Jesuit um, mantra, the end justifies the means. That's a Jesuit mantra? Yes, it is. Oh, mercy. (laughs) You didn't know that. (laughs) I've been quoting that thing my whole life. (laughs) There you go. Maybe I'm a Jesuit. Nah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, kind of the wrong sex for that. Yeah, what is wrong with the white lie, Lyle? Okay, well, first of all, it's a, I would say that's an oxymoron. Okay. There's no such thing as a white lie. You mean they're all pink? No, <laughs> they're all they're all the same color mm-hmm. as the um, wool that you're using right now to crochet onto your blanket. Black, black, pitch she's, black she's lies. Black it just does my head in. How women have this tech, this this ability to be able to multitask. <laughs> so you're saying all lies are black, no lies are white. There's no good lies; they're all bad lies. The problem is that if you start going down this path of the end justifies the means, it is an open door to any kind of morality that you want to invent. Okay. Because you can say, well, you know, the end is going to be, and you can always come up with some way of the end going to be a good thing. Therefore, you're doing a bad thing. And so so it justifies any kind of evil you want. Mm Mm-hmm. And if it's okay to sin at any point, I guess that means Jesus didn't necessarily need to die for us, right? Because you could basically work out an excuse for anything. And the Bible says, thou shalt not lie. Okay. Simple as that. No wiggle room? No. What about like, what about like exaggeration? No, I've never exaggerated. <laughs> there you Ever. go, ladies and gentlemen. Perfect example of a lie coming live for you from our radio <laughs> did I just, show. Did I just lie on radio? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Do you know, you know, a lot of these things are a part of our normal life. And, you know, the Bible says the times of our ignorance. In other words, those things that we're ignorant to, God winks at. But we should take mm. it more seriously than what we do. And we should stop and think about what we're actually doing. And... You know, there's obviously a time for for jocular occasions when mm-hmm. you are having fun and uh, telling jokes and so forth. And I don't think that, you know, God is certainly not against humor. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, in a joke situation, it's always clear that it's a joke. Yeah. And if it's not clear that it's a joke, it becomes clear that it's a joke. And if it's never going to become clear that it's a joke, then don't go there. And I think a good way also is to just, I know it's a bit cliche, but ask yourself, what would Jesus do? Would Jesus ever tell a white lie? Can you exactly. imagine him ever doing that? No. Exactly. 
Okay, so here's one. Oh, we've run out of time. I was going to give you a, a, a difficult one. I'll keep it for tomorrow. We're going to get Monica trapped tomorrow with a difficult question. Bring it on. You can't trap this, baby. We're now going to have a quick song break. Mark Bishop, I'm in good hands. feel dismayed he says don't be afraid when the world around me changes like the shifting sands his word still stands i'm in good hands when the nights are long he sees me through when it hurts he Bishop, I'm in good hands here on Faith FM. And Monica, we're going to give something away. Uh-huh. Today we have something super special to give away because we had this lady right here with us in the studio. If you were tuned in earlier in the show, you would have heard her interview live. 
What do we have? So we have Soyan Eastham's album. She's left uh, Journey of the Spirit, which is her latest album. And do you know what? Because we're a quarter of the way through the year, we are 25% done and we did cover 20 good news stories that have just happened in the last three months. Mm-hmm. We're going to give away 25 of these CDs, I reckon, today. I'm just going to make it rain CDs, free CDs. If you would like to have a copy of this CD, give us a call, 1-800-FAITH-FM, 1-800-324-843. My producers are looking at me aghast because they're about to be flooded with phone calls. Or you can text us 0491-064-669 or even jump on our Facebook, Faith FM Australia, and we will get a copy of Soyan's latest album, Journey of the Spirit, out to you. Beautiful album. It's got 10 songs in it. Um, new arrangements on beautiful old hymns. There you go. That doesn't happen too often here on Faith FM, so give us a call. You know how to get in contact with us, and we'll make that happen for you. But don't forget that if you would like to know more about the Bible yourself, then give us a call as well, or give us a text message, or send us a Facebook message, and we will get you in touch with somebody who can help you understand more about the Bible and answer your questions. You can do that in a small group setting. You can do it one-on-one. You can do it by correspondence, or you can do it online. There are a multitude of ways that we can connect you with people who can instruct you in the Bible and what it has to say. So give us a call and we'll make that happen for you. And congratulations again to Michael who got our quiz question right today. The answer was Goliath for those of you who missed his answer. And stay tuned for some more programming and we'll be back tomorrow morning with The Breakfast Show right after the 7 o'clock news. You have a wonderful, blessed day and remember to stay grateful. Teach him to talk
You have written what you want from me in stone A reflection of your character, O oh Lord So I try to keep your loss without regret But I'm easily distracted and forget So write them all
I will sing your. 